Together, the podcast where we talk real quiet. I'm Andoni. I'm Brandon. <laughs> it's time to scream at the top of your lungs because today we're watching Raise Your Voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated that. Oh, I'm sweating. That was so uncomfortable. I'm oh, are you perfect. having a nervous induced hot flash? I think so. Yeah, this whole situation just makes me uncomfortable. This movie, everything. Her singing. Okay. Oh boy. Let's kick it off. What would your IMDb synopsis of this be? I'm gonna try to sell somebody on this movie with my IMDb synopsis. I'm ready to buy, sell it to me. I got my cash in hand. Subtle high school shy girl transforms into a pop diva over the course of a summer. That's not very good. <laughs> also, it's it's only a month. It's even more impressive. What would you say this movie is? Confident singer turned quiet mouse learns to refine her voice in the big city. Oh my god, do you plan this? Do you think of this? No, I'm weak. Nope. Also, <laughs> I didn't watch the movie until like a couple hours ago. Oh, I wow. like to thank ADHD creativity and uh Kraken Rum. Thank you. Yeah, no kidding. So you're still rolling off of that high of this movie, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Hitting those high notes, hitting those high quality creative taglines. I think I was depressed all night after I watched this. Oh no. Because I was like, I cannot believe I just wasted that much time. I have free reign of movies to pick in this new era of Potting This Together. And this is what I picked. Isn't it so disappointing every time (laughs) like you pick a movie and you're like, oh wow, that was a huge mistake. Yeah. Okay. So this month's theme is pop stars, pop movies. I wanted to do S Club 7 but we could not find that anywhere. So we had to do this. And I was kind of thinking like, well, this is perfect because it's like, it's kind of like, it's a Disney Channel original movie star. This is a Lizzie McGuire movie. And so I was like, this is kind of kind of fit our theme perfectly. And now I remember what I didn't love about doing the old style of DCOMs. Which is? Watching movies like this. <laughs> oh, mainly that child actors are not usually great actors. Kind of, yeah. Just watching things that were sort of rushed to sort of promote this like new pop star that disney wanted you know but was this a disney produced movie no it wasn't but it had that feel you know of like okay we have to give her a movie where she's a singer i think this might have coincided with one of her albums not the one that had um let the rain fall because there was like a lot of Hilary Duff song, uh, music in this movie and mm-hmm. like it wasn't all great. Honestly, there was one song that I kind of recognized, but I don't know if that's just because it was sort of that pop song format, you know, of like... Or if you watch this movie a lot when you were younger. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely never seen this movie. Oh, I have because I loved Hilary Duff and I definitely had a crush on the cute British boy. Oh, cute. Now I realize is like, whatever, but that techno kind of squirrely boy, I'm like, oh yeah. 
wait kiwi the drummer kiwi. oh yeah lord i like him i like him squirrely and <laughs> <laughs> i like him squirrely jittery and jumpy and awkward and <laughs> annoying <laughs> it was okay. like kind of annoying but in like a charming way wow okay do you want to give us the real imdb oh, rating yeah god we're all of this? there a girl from a small town heads to the big city of Los Angeles to spend the summer at a performing arts high school. I, I was so confused about what the the place was. You know, I mean, they set it up pretty well. I mean... Like, was she, it a music, like a performing arts high school? Was it a music academy, like a, like a Juilliard? Oh, that's a good point, because this only exists in the summertime. Okay, so she it starts out, and we get her at choir practice trivia this was supposed to be a christian rock movie like this was supposed to be based around like like christians i guess i could definitely see that they really there was a lot of that woven in there yeah absolutely i did not remember at all seeing it as a kid Mm -hmm. and i can see where kid i mean 14 yeah it came out in 2004 and so like i can see where her dad doesn't want her to like i can see where this would have fit into that christian movie thing where it's like her dad doesn't want her to go because she's a good girl and like she doesn't want the bad world influencing her, you know, demons and things. Boys. <laughs> Boys Pornography. <and> Pornography. <laughs> okay. But anyway, we get the we get Lizzie and she's like, I want to go to this performing arts school in Los Angeles this summer, Daddy. And her daddy says, No way, Jose. We are not doing that. You're too young. You're a girl. You're not going to LA alone. Yeah, they made I mean <sighs> I don't, does LA have like a really high crime rate? I, I I think like parts of it do, right? There's like gangs and stuff. Well, that's like Southern California, I guess. I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess there are, I mean, there's like bad parts of every city, but like, you know, New York in like the 80s and 90s was extremely dangerous. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if like LA was really that bad in the early 2000s. I think LA just has a reputation for people who want to move there, who want to be a star. They get roped into like Coke and partying, you know. And the casting couch. And the casting couch, exactly. So I think her dad doesn't want her to go there and like make stupid decisions because she's finally like free for the first time in her life, you know. Bro, she's 16. She's 16. But her dad is also the type that like, holds people back like her brother is like mad at her dad because he wanted to go follow his dreams and his dad made him work at the restaurant with him yeah and he had planned to go to like arizona state or something but he wasn't going to wait until summer was over and for school to start like he got a job he was just going to go straight to school like he graduated he was out of there yeah so i don't know what's up their dad's butt that he like doesn't want them to like do their own thing he was so annoying about it too it's like oh my god i hate that i literally texted you 20 minutes 10 minutes into the movie like i fucking hate the dad i hate him yeah and the whole movie is this big old story arc about the dad is he gonna find out or not and like you know at the end he's gonna support her they kind of they they well not kind of they give a reason why later on which is that basically he wasn't able to achieve his dream so he's a bitter old bitch and just holding everyone else back yeah I mean, he admits he sucks. Yeah. But yeah. But she has his brother. And he like really wants her to follow her dreams because he didn't get to. Oh my God. Can we just start with him getting grounded? And he like dumps gasoline on the grill. 
Oh yeah. Well, he's like, <laughs> he and his dad immediately get into a fight, and like, you know, as soon as they introduce the dad, the brother and him are like arguing, like, "Well, you're holding everyone else back. That's why I can't wait to leave. You shouldn't be preventing her from going to this summer for this music program because she's a really good singer, and it's her opportunity to get out." Like, you can't light the gas. Let me pour some lighter fluid on it. He's so yeah. antagonistic. Punk rock. Like, punk rock. Yeah. So punk rock and so metal that they go to a Three Days Graves concert while he's grounded. And it is a scene. There are, like, 50 people at this concert. <laughs> there is so much room to move. There, I, like... <laughs> I've been to small concerts at small venues and that was just sad. It was a choice. I get that you need to have room for your stars to like move through and stuff. When like, you're at a show, there's not a spotlight on a single character in the crowd. No, that thing is moving all around. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop and focus on Lizzie McGuire. No. Why? I mean... And also you cannot get, you cannot crowd surf when you're that close to the front of a show. No. You gotta like start at the back and then be passed forward. Did she crowd surf? Mm-hmm. Of course she did. The only time I've been to a show that was like not very well attended. Um, do you know the group Anamanaguchi? No. Okay, so they're like an 8-bit pop rock kind of group. Okay. They're cool. You pr- you might like them. Probably. Um, so they like came to Lehigh for to do a show. Uh, I think like during Pep Week or something. Um, but it was also oh no, it was in spring break or spring uh, semester because it was also Greek Week. So mm-hmm. everyone was doing like sorority and fraternity stuff because there's a lot of Greek life at my school. So we had an auditorium and this band was performing and there was literally like 15 people in this auditorium that could hold like 300. <laughs> oh no. I mean, ugh, that's not a big name, you know, like they are now. Really? Yeah. They're pretty big now, but I just like, they were so super chill about it. They like made it a good show. They like went around the room and like learned everyone's names and stuff. And they were like chatting with us and they still put on like real good energy. Honestly, I would, yeah, I was at a show once. It was like at the Bluebird Lounge in Denver. And Ooh, I like love that name. Yeah, it was, it's a cool venue. Andy Frasco and the UN played. And it was like, it was 420. And it was, I think it was sold out, but there was so much room. Like, it was not like a packed show. And he did crowd surf in that crowd. Basically what it was is he jumped onto a group of people and they kind of just walked him around the whole venue. <laughs> and it was, it was cool because it was so dumb. But I don't know. Yeah, so I guess you can't crowd surf and like... I guess so. I mean, that's kind of what her brother did was just get some random guy and then they walked her around. The, yeah, someone grabbed one ankle, I'll grab the other. We'll just drag her. <laughs> <laughs> drag her on the... Yeah. This floor is real dirty. We need to mop it. Just uh, grab her by the legs and swipe her hair perfect. around. Oh, God. But as much fun as it sounds... It doesn't end fun because on their way home, they get into a crash, a car wreck. They're like making a turn and some like semi truck runs a red light and next thing you know, she's in the hospital. And he is dead. Yes. And so her biggest supporter is no longer there. She wants to give up on her dreams, but she knows that she needs to follow them because that's what he would want. It got sad so quick. I was not ready for this storyline. No, because then there's just like a like a five, ten minute montage of her life being really sad. She's like working at the cafe. She's 
not singing in the church choir any, anymore. Mm-hmm. She's like completely despondent and not talking to anybody. Do you think this movie would be the same if the brother had just lived? I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. Because the fun stuff just happens when she's at her camp, like it's or school or whatever. It's not like it adds a lot to the middle. It's like something that happens at the beginning. And there's like one time that she like breaks down because of it. And they like, she has a couple of incidences where she like, there's a light shining in her face and she sees her brother like dying. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess it's like the, the seed of the conflict of the movie, which is that she like loses her spirit and her bravery to perform. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Her brother symbolizes her spirit and her bravery. I think it really makes a big difference that this really was not put out or produced as a Christian movie. Because you saying that makes so much sense. Oh my God, yeah. Because like what you just said fits right into that sort of biblical thing of like, Mm -hmm. wow, whoa, maybe it should have been. Just make it a Christian movie. Let them have it. It should have been. I think that maybe like (laughs) it would have been real hallmarky and so cheesy but it would have made more sense because they've got yeah. all this content for like a christian movie i cannot believe i am endorsing this being made into a christian film but either you know what it works for me it works it works it works it works there's Can a lot of like a, a hallmark style christian movie which is like a little less jesusy yeah oh my god remember last year when we did hallmark christmas movies no you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have extreme memory loss due to anxiety, depression, and ADHD. Thanks. Oh, wow. Well, it was really fun and wholesome, and I liked it, and I can't wait to do it again, maybe. But anyway. Did we skip it this year? I think we did late. The, yeah, I was like two years ago. Maybe that's why I don't remember, because it was two years ago. It was a long time ago. we got to get back to our roots. So uh, her aunt, who's like a cool scarf wearing artist (laughs) she's like you need to uh come with me oh because she got an acceptance letter from the program and her mom like finds it in the garbage and like she and her aunt push her to go and her aunt's like we'll convince your dad that you're staying with me we'll lie to him and she's like i've never lied to my father in my life oh my god there's more of that like good girl christian this is going to change the entire feeling of the movie for me now. Yeah. I mean, now that's like the only way to look at it. But yeah. She's like going to lie to her dad and say she's going to live with her aunt, but she's really going to go to this school, which honestly, if you have to lie to your dad to do something this big, like fuck that. Yeah. Well, that sucks. how does she get the money to go? Because when she's leaving, her dad gives her like a hundred dollars for the summer. Oh and my like, God. Here, I don't want your aunt to pay for everything. Here's a hundred bucks, kid. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's not going to cover the tuition for this. That like, No, exactly. He likes, yeah, he's cheap. So I don't know how. I mean, I don't know what the plan was. It's not an all expense thing. It, or... No, because the whole point is that you get a scholarship at the end if you win. I don't think they're going to give scholarships to attend a program to get a scholarship. No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe her mom just kind of pays for it. And then after the fact, they're like, see, she was fine. Now we have to pay this bill. You know? <laughs> Maybe they like knew it was going to come out, you know. I, I mean, her mom really failed on her end of the bargain, which was, I'll tell your dad when the time is right while you're there. And she doesn't do it. Yeah. No. 
can you imagine also what would have had like how that dad would have felt if something had happened to his daughter like because his wife lied to him and like sent her to LA (laughs) well I feel like he's the type of dad that would not think that it's his fault at all like instead of thinking like what kind of dad am I that they have to lie to me to send her to this program you'd be like I can't believe you fucking lied to me and something happened and blah 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 you let her go but she does get there and everyone's like pretty rude like like kind of like just being mean and stuff you know yeah her jacket gets stolen the, the british guy makes a horrible first impression which is when i realized like oh maybe he's like not that attractive i only thought he was attractive when i was younger because they portrayed him to be that way yeah his name is jay and he's got like raccoon hair like that sort of like frosted tips yeah what was that one guy's name that dated like uh simpson ryan cabrera nick Nick lachey no ryan cabrera i don't know her him that was the joke (laughs) (laughs) i don't know her yeah but he's mean they like the way they get around her her dad not like picking up on her being gone is they do like a three-way phone call oh my god that phone is so old it's like a fucking brick yeah and it's just a good thing they didn't have FaceTime. Oh, God, point. yeah. Oh, I love thinking about the kinds of things that can't happen anymore because of technology. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I'm sure the dad is, the, like, even if it happened today, the dad is the type that would refuse to use FaceTime or, like, learn modern technology. He probably, yeah, he probably wouldn't know how to use it. But at the same time, he had, like, suspicions that she wasn't at her aunt's. So he, like ends up driving there but you know it, it, with facetime he could have just said i'm calling on facetime yeah randomly oh god so i looked up brian cabrera you were not wrong about this hair yeah it's like <laughs> frosted tips faux hawk mullet yeah it's a lot it's a. Uh, it's a basically what on. this kid looked like oh that um, hair man that hair he played a very similar character in an amanda Bynes movie which was what a girl wants Oh, okay. Which is just like British bad boy musician. Yeah. I mean, this kid has the 2004 look. This is what, this was like emo punk. You know what I mean? Ooh, good description. Yeah. It's like not punk, but it's like not black emo. It's like emo punk. Yeah. And it's not scenester because there's not enough neon. Yeah. No, no scenester. Like a rock and roll emo punk kid. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm, I mean, our glasses are similar. We're like the same person. We've recorded way too much together. Or just enough. Just enough. Just our enough chemistry is so good now. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you have the worst chemistry with? <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, actually. Mm. All right. No one, yeah. because I make friends with everyone. Thank you. I'm so likable and I like everyone. I'm so likable and adaptable and like I just can't help it that everyone loves me because I'm popular. I can even get along with Josh. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. You know know that's going to get left in. Uh, We'll see, probably. Yeah. Who cares? (laughs) Um, First class violin and Uncle Phil. Oh, yeah. So she's like having a rough time her first night. Rude British boy. Jacket gets stolen. Taxi driver sucks. Uh, her roommate is really rude. The like, with the next day during orientation, she's like trying to be nice to her roommate. She's like, nah, fuck off. And then they have like the intro of all the teachers, and there's like the cool 
badass rock and roll cello player who's yep. wearing leather pants that don't work for him. No. Everybody in this movie is so annoying. <laughs> like, everyone wants to prove they're better than everyone. It's like, it reminds me of high school drama and, like, band and stuff. When you go to, like, these big competitions and everyone just, like, wants to you to know that they're better than you or something. I mean, they're, know? like, all very good and they know they're good well the thing is is when she gets here (laughs) everyone is mean to her so it's like there's nobody likable at the beginning and then when you finally start to like these characters you're like no they were an asshole at first so they're not that that doesn't make them a good person now you know maybe that's why i like kiwi because he's the only one that is genuinely genuinely likable for the whole time that's true i mean Sloan is Kat Dunnings plays a character named Sloan. She's like rude at first, but it's not really rude. It's just she's like super awkward and doesn't know how to like talk to people. So we find out she's not actually a brat. She's just like weird, you know? Well, she is a brat. She's she's super weird because she's like hyper focused mm-hmm. in a different way than everyone else. Yeah. She just sell like Whereas everyone else is just kind of rude and like, well, I know I'm the shit and uh, you better take a big whiff. She just kind of isolates herself. And it's also important to like kind of set up. These other kids have gone to this school for the last two, maybe three summers. So they're established in their cliques there. And this is Lizzie's for, I'm just going to call her Lizzie because whatever. It's her (laughs) first year there. What's her name? Teresa? Terry. Yeah, Teresa Terry. So yeah. Oh God, it's so fucking Christian. Oh, yeah, Teresa. Oh, boy. But, yeah, so, like, when she gets there, she's not established. It makes it look like these other kids have been living there for the past month because they're all, like, settled in, and they know their way around. Yeah. And it's kind like, of I thought like, they were there full time. That's why this program was confusing to me. That's what, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking until, because I was like, why do all of these people know each other and have, like, connections already? And it's because they were there the previous year. Honestly, it kind of was like that at like summer camp and summer programs and stuff that I went to. Like, oh, yeah. If you had been there the year before, like you knew your way around, you were kind of the shit. But I don't think I was ever rude to new people. I guess I was too young. You probably were. Yeah. I wasn't like a 16 year old, like, I'm going to be a singer when I grow up. <laughs> I wish you had been. Can you imagine? Hi. I'm uh, Brandon. I'm Andonian. I'm going to be a singer when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, that guy's an ass. (laughs) Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast. Famous singer. Famous singer Andoni Miramont. No, I'd need a a stage name. That's a pretty good stage name. Really? It's so long. Keeps people remembering it. (laughs) Maybe I'll just drop everything and be simply Andoni. That's great. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You could be as famous as Lizzie. Or like or, or just go by my middle name, just Sebastian. Oh, that's a good one. Isn't there already a Sebastian that like won America's uh next idol? I don't know her. <laughs> See, I've got the pop star attitude. Kind yeah, of. No kidding. Okay, so Terry goes to like all these classes, she's learning opera, she's not actually that good. I forgot that she's like kind of not sure of herself right now because I was watching this. I was like, wow, Hilary Duff is not a good singer. And I was like, wait, come on. What about Let the Rain Fall? That thing is an yeah. absolute bop. I mean, <laughs> she has a good voice. She has a unique voice. I like hearing it. But it was just this movie. You, I like her character, when she gets there, so nervous, she just can't possibly sing. 
And so it's kind of like, maybe she isn't actually good enough to be there. But yeah, it is what it is. She doesn't play an instrument, you know. But also, I think this movie made me realize, like, no offense to Hilary Duff, love her. She ended homophobia with that uh, don't say that's so gay ad. Love her. She's great. Yeah. I don't think she's, like, really a spectacular singer. I mean, it's like I said, she has a nice voice. It's fun. She has a nice voice, but there's nothing, like, incredible about it. No. At one point, I think in this movie, at her final performance, there's auto-tune on her. Throughout the whole movie, there's a lot of, like, production put on her voice. Yeah. And that was one of the big problems where it's like the music, this is a movie about music and her only musical talent is singing and you're putting auto-tune on her. You can't really do that. No, it's not a good look. No, but we're not here to bash on her because like, that's not her fault. (laughs) No, but you know who is here to bash on her is this bitch Robin. Holy crap. She sucks. She does suck. I don't like her little face. She's like, Jay is my boyfriend, and this teacher likes me the most. I get all of the solos, and you can yeah. fuck off. Ew, she had okay. Was it just me or with Mister Torvald? Did she was she giving off like creepy sexual vibes? Yes, and so was Mister Torvald. Though he would touch people on the shoulders. Did he? I mean, at one point he like walks Lizzie to a chair, and he's like, "Let me show you this DVD," and he like puts his hand on her shoulder and walks her over. And I'm like, "Oh my." I mean, I think that was just him trying to be mentory and stuff, but I it's don't know. fine. Robin was just creepy. She's like, those exercises that you gave me last year, they were like really helpful. I mean, yeah. really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> oh my. You know, listeners in their car, that's going to shake the bass. <laughs> They're going to call the police. The bass is going to be rumbling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so just loud. so manly and deep. Ooh, you're raising your deep voice. But <laughs> <laughs> not my deep voice. I'm serious. <laughs> so yeah, we hate Robin. She's a brat. She doesn't get any better. Um, she's supposed to be Judas. Oh, damn. Way to bring it back. Mm-hmm. I do what I can. To Her Christianity. Dad- okay, so this is where like sort of like the conflict of the movie comes from is her dad calls and he's like, how's Arizona? And there's like a bunch of police sirens. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm just just out and about. Lots of sirens. You know, and he's like, mm-hmm. she, She's from Flagstaff. And then her aunt is in, I think it was like Desert Palms. I just want to know, like, is it realistic that later on when she's trying to trick her dad, she could have gotten there? Oh, I don't know. I see. Oh, no. Okay, so Desert Palms is in California, not Arizona. Oh. So, okay, Google's taking too long. Well, you, we mean, you can look at it. We've we got a while till we get to that part. Yeah, I will be prepared when the time comes. This is the part. Okay, so after that, this is the part where she's not, like, doing very well at school. And her teacher's like, where's the girl in the DVD? And she's like, uh, excuse me? He's like, Yeah, he, like, girl. keeps on saying this. Yeah, in the DVD. And she's like, what? And he's like, in the DVD. And she's like, what? Like, the <laughs> DVD. DVD. Duh. And she, excuse anyway. me, sir. People are still using VHS. What are you talking about? Yeah. And so he's like, this is who... He was like, the only reason you got in is because of the DVD that was sent in. And it turns out her brother had made, like, this nice DVD showing who she is and how she's so sweet and talented. And she fucking loses it. 
she does she's like she just starts crying and she runs away and then she starts just like wrecking the room trying to pack her bag <laughs> i love when people i love a scene of somebody packing up where they just grab everything off of a like bookshelf with their arms and throw it in a bag like i would love to either pack that way or just kind of like in a blind rage kind of wreck someone's someone's stuff maybe my yeah. own stuff yeah, I mean, right now I'm looking around. If I just grabbed everything and threw it in the bag, I mean, there'd be a lot of wires that would be getting ripped out of the wall. But <laughs> anyway, she does that and she's like, I'm leaving. And then her roommate's finally like, it's okay. Or no, it's not her roommate, it's Jay. He comes up, he's like, whoa, you can't leave. I'm British. Yeah. What do you, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> but yeah, so they go out to eat and Jay like talks her into staying and then they're like dating now. Yeah, she falls for him real quick, especially considering he was like, he was, I don't know, I guess the first night he was trying to be like cutesy, but it really was just coming off as rude. Yeah, I don't like that hard to get, be mean. When boys are mean, it means they like you. Yeah, and now her roommate is like kind of chill with her because she like runs into her on the street and she's like, come hang out. And then, so I don't know. So, but she and Denise are cool now because she like confronted her at some point. Yeah, I think she was like, why are you so goddamn rude to me? Yeah, <laughs> and, and like, Dean's oh, like, okay. listen, my family's poor. I'm a good musician. I'm trying to get the scholarship to, you know, move up. Yeah, she's like, I'm not here to, like, focus on friends. I'm, like, here to learn. And it's, like, yeah. good for you. Lizzie goes there, and she's only dramatic. This she is not never... RuPaul's Best Friends race. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, everything starts to turn around. She kind of, like, finds her groove. She, like, does this sweet run during warm-ups one day and she like yeah when they're doing like auditions for the for the solos i think Mm -hmm. she's like let me show off here and then she does and everything it's like her teacher like loves her yeah well he like knew that she had the potential it's a little unfair because he's like i'm gonna give solos based on participation and skill and blah 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 but he absolutely had like his focus set on her to get a solo Mm -hmm. none of the other kids in this class stood a chance no <laughs> like which is crazy there's four solos like come on yeah so they never show us the final product not of the group but like come on all that fucking work up for no payoff yeah i guess i never really thought about that like because it ends in a talent show but it's we don't see a lot and what we do see like isn't that incredible no the viol the violinist and the pianist are like the Ooh. two most impressive stop it Love a good pianist. (laughs) Jay and Terry, they start to write this song together because now they're in love and like, what do lovers do but play the piano together? Yeah, I guess so. Is that, does it happen this early? I I guess so. Oh, because he's, he's a really good composer, but a horrible songwriter. And she's a really great songwriter, but a terrible composer. Oh, yeah. So they're like, let's combine our talents and I guess split the scholarship at the end is that the is that the thing okay so this scholarship it's not like one it's not like some one singer wins one drummer wins one violinist wins it's like one person wins it seems like it which is crazy because like all these people are doing these pieces and they all like most of them seem to have like a backup ensemble so these this like house band well i guess they're like already attending the school maybe this house band is putting in all this work to learn all these songs to play backup instrumental. 
and they're not going to get any reward. Yeah, that's not fair. Unless that's it's bullshit. Because I think they do just say there's like one scholarship to be won. And I, I mean, I get that you go here to learn. And then if you can win a scholarship, great. You know, it's at, at the end of the day, it is a school. And you're there to, like, to learn and make connections, I guess. You'd think there would have to be like a prize per event. I don't know. Whatever. Like vocals. Yeah. Composing. Strings, composing. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I'm not a musician. No. You got drums in the background. You should know this shit. I mean, I, I play drums. I'm not trying to win a freaking scholarship. You wouldn't play backup drums in the house band? Hell no. I'm a soloist. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> of the drums? I mean, I'll accept it. Okay. All she can do is sing and dance and, you know. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she would play the piano just because, like, for composing songs. Sloane plays the piano. She can definitely read music. Yeah, and Kiwi, like, really wants to be introduced to her because he loves her. Yeah, he, likes. she smiled at him one time, and he was completely smitten, which I guess is how teenage love works. I suppose. And he just, he, I don't know, he's like, this is his time to shine. He's like, there's a black hole in my heart. Because I know that I'm in love with Sloane and I need to be with her. He doesn't even know her name at this point. Oh, yeah. He's like, that, gr- black, that girl with the black eyeliner or whatever. Which, honestly, I would want to be friends with her. Like, I'm, I guess I'm Kiwi. Like, I just want to be friends with all the social outcasts and the people who are <laughs> pointedly antisocial. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I feel like Sloane would, like, totally be in my friend group. You know, she's cool. She's a little mm-hmm. weirdo, but, like, She's cool because then when they do get a date, because Terry goes up and she's like, Hey, we're hanging out. This guy likes you. We're going to be here at this time. Just come. And she's like, Okay. And she shows up in like this medieval, big, huge dress. I fucking love it. It was so good. That, that is a performance dress. Or she really is just a big old weirdo, which I'm all for both. Either way. Yeah. She shows up in this huge dress and she's like, Oh my God. I didn't realize this wasn't. <laughs> a formal event <laughs> what did she think it was like, i don't know but everyone's in like jeans and t-shirts it's really I, funny i like that cat what's her name dennings Sloan. oh Den- dennings yeah. dennings i like how that she kind of just has like one character which is like pissed off deadpan former goth yeah like a little poppier aubrey plaza yes mm-hmm. 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 yeah less creepy more maybe equally as sarcastic yeah, yeah, yeah. I like watching anything she's in. I mean, I never really watched Two Broke Girls, but I always, like, was okay with it. So, yeah, I was really happy to see her in this. I was like, well, okay, good. And then she, like, killed it. Oh, but their their Saturday night date thing was weird because mm-hmm. they didn't do anything. They just went to go see Denise perform. And then I don't know if the song that they like sang with Denise while she performed was a real song or something that she composed. It was something she wrote. Awful. I think it was something No, oh it God. wasn't something she wrote because like everybody else kind of knew the words, the words, but when they were singing it while she was playing, it never came together. It brings the same like unhappiness to me as the song from uh Pitch Perfect 2, something like You're My Flashlight over and over again. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, this song is and... by the temptations it's the way you do the things you do 
Okay, but I like the temptations. The things you do. So yeah, it's actually a really awesome song. I could not remember what song it was. But them trying to sing it together, it's like they're offbeat. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves in movies is when somebody sings along to something and they sing it offbeat in their car or something. And it's like, you know what the you know what a beat is. You know where the words go in the song. Why is it offbeat always? That's a little uh, like But then there's some people trying to be like jazzy by singing offbeat. But most of the time it's used as like a a funny thing that the character can't sing. But in this one, it was just they were offbeat. Like, they couldn't get their shit together. And I'm like, you guys are in a freaking music school. Okay, so it makes more <laughs> sense. Sorry, I'm still hung up on the the song itself. It makes more sense now that it's like a temptation song. Because songs back then, I don't know, I feel like it was simpler. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's a great song, and they slaughtered it. <laughs> they absolutely like, murdered this fucking thing. I mean, that's the end of the day. And then they go to an open mic as if they didn't, like, suck enough of singing for the night. <laughs> and I, I, think this, I think that happens after, like, yet another... Uh, Training montage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe. It doesn't matter. Either way, they go to an open mic, and we get just, like, that shot of, of Terry in the headlights where she sees her dead brother, and she, like, can't do it. We should clarify that she doesn't see him dead. She just keeps on seeing the accident happen. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, he's in the This crowd. is a Christian movie, okay? Mm. Yeah. So, like, that Also, there was, there was, like, zero... This was definitely just PG, right? It had to be PG-13 because at one point, Sloan and uh, Kiwi, like, make out hardcore. Okay, yeah. They're definitely banging in the practice room but she also says damn at one point so uh what was my point oh yeah like it's gonna be pg or at least pg-13 because even when she's in the hospital she's got like zero blood or scars or anything so oh yeah so that's why i figured it was like pg it is pg yeah it is pg oh i'm so good but so yeah she gets like she's looking in the headlights and she sees not the headlights the spotlight and she sees the accident flash in front of her eyes again, and she, like, loses her shit right when she was starting to get, like, confident again. Yeah, it's just this lead-up to, like, the finale of can she perform on stage or not, you know? She just has, like, seven breakdowns. Yeah, and, like, this is one of them where she walks in on Jay and his ex, and they're making out, and, like, she, like, runs off, and, like, the rain falls down over me, let the rain rush down. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so, oh yeah, Robin the brat is like, she's losing her shit because nothing is going right for her. Because even though like Terry doesn't show up for class, like Mr. Torvald is still like, nah, I'm going to let her keep the solo. And Robin's like, I can do this solo. This girl sucks. I'm so good. Why am I not so popular? This is really where I started to not like Terry though. Because she's not going to these classes. She's not putting in the work. And she's, like, getting these solos, and it's not fair, and she doesn't really deserve them. And then she, like, finally turns around where her opera teacher's like, we're doing a new song. And she's like, no, I can focus now. I've learned that I'm here to work, you know. What was the turning point? Because this is her, like, third breakdown, and then she has another turning point. I don't really know. Or maybe it happened before that. She, like, regains her confidence, and then she just has, like, another breakdown. Yeah, she walks in on Robin kissing Jay and she's like, I'm going to run away. 
Yeah. And then she runs to her dorm and opens the closet. And I thought she was going to start packing again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, I was, like, angry and laughing at the same time. I was like, are you kidding me? She's going to do the same move before where she just swipes everything off the dresser. But really, she's just grabbing a towel to cry. That w- oh, You don't need a towel. You could just cry. She's got a lot of emotions. There's a lot of tears in this movie. Um, meanwhile, her dad gets a letter, like he finds a letter that she was accepted and he's like, oh my God, I bet she's at school. And they like, oh yeah. Cause her mom got the invitation to like the final performance. Oh, that's it. Was, it. Like, it was in her purse and he's looking for the car keys. He's like, what the hey? What the hey? Meanwhile, I forgot Terry like walks into her dorm room, like drunk as a skunk. No, she's not drunk. Jay is drunk. Oh, Jay, I'm so sorry. Jay walks into her room, yeah. Which makes... So, I'm confused about the age gap because mm-hmm. she's only 16. Mm-hmm. He's British. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't drink. He's not, not 21. here, he can't. If he's 18, he could drink in the UK, but not here. This is LA, not the UK. He cannot drink. If he Where is did he 21... Where get the booze? How did he get past the night guard when yeah. he's drunk? This was a problem. They did not need him to be drunk unless it was on... Jesus. <laughs> on that Jesus juice? Yeah, unless he was high on the spirit of the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> but yeah, he walks in, they like make up, and I'm like, come on. I mean, not really. She like drags him to the roof, and then she just stands out there all night and watches the sunrise very Lizzie McGuire like, which is hands in your butt pockets. <laughs> I feel like that's such that's a Lizzie true. McGuire pose is hands in the butt pockets head like tilted and like a little <laughs> shy smile oh my god you're right her hair just a little flippy mm-hmm. yeah for sure which I guess that just means that Lizzie McGuire is Hillary Duff oh yeah I can't even remember which is her real name at this point <laughs> Hillary du- Hillary Teresa Elizabeth <laughs> McGuire Duff Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) You have to refer to her for the next, the last three minutes of this podcast, you have to refer to her by that full name. Hillary Teresa Lizzie McGuire Duff. Perfect. Something like that. Or just Terry. Yeah. What was her last name in this movie? Terry. It doesn't matter. Pratchett. That's a writer. Yeah. So the dad gets the letter. Uh, Jay like sobers up on the roof. And I guess they're just like magically okay because he got shit faced and like went to go talk to her. She's she's so she's like, oh, he really cares about me, but I'm not gonna forgive him until we finish writing this song. So another montage of her singing. I mean, yeah. And then they finally get the song. It's the day of the concert. She like gets like she's like lost before she goes to the program. Um, she like walks upstairs in her house and her mom is crying in her brother's room. And her mom, like, gives her her brother's cross, which I guess he was wearing when he died, because she, like, pulls it out of a plastic bag. So she, like, she has it with her the whole movie, and it's kind of, it, it's kind of like a small plot line throughout the whole thing, how she's, like, wearing it, the chain breaks, blah, blah, blah. But, like, before they're gonna go on, she's like, I don't have Paul with me. So she, like, runs back to her dorm, and then her dad is there. Like, instead of going to confront your child, why, like, he just goes to her dorm and starts packing for her. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I guess I can see it if you're hit the dad and you're like, it's time to go. I'll pack up for you. And then once I find you, we're leaving. I don't know. This decon daddy is like a, a three out of ten. Three, really? 
Is that high or low? It feels high. But I mean, what are you going to give him? A zero? He's no. There have uh, been there have been worse. There have been worse. He's a pretty bad daddy, but yeah. But yeah, I don't know. He she like just goes through the talent show anyway, and her mom's like, "We're here. Let's just watch her." He's like, "Fine." Well, because she refused, she like finally stands up to her dad. She's like, "No, I'm." But also, like, he's so hard headed. She's like, "I'm already here. I'm doing so well. Like, let me just do this." This is my dream. You you were held back by your own family. Blah, blah, blah. Don't do this to me. Like, he's so hard-headed. He keeps, like, he wants to take her anyways. Like, just let her do the fucking talent show, dude. The program ends the next day. Yeah. Exactly. Like, she's he already just, done it. He just has to have it his way because he's a jerk. But she does the talent show. And not only, well, all the all of the things are so underwhelming. Like They're all Robin's, terrible. Robin's performance is underwhelming, and I hate her dress. Mm. Huey's performance is it's and I guess weird. Like, well, and he can barely hold a beat. And I'm like, you have to if you're a drummer. I don't know, man. Well, if I don't know what he was. If he was like a drummer, a producer, an EDM mixer, like I guess it was like technically impressive for all the different technology he was using and mixing. It was like Kevin G at the talent show. Okay, but Kevin G could hold a beat and he could spit some well, yeah. verses. Come on. But it's like he gets on and everyone knows that he's kind of like the funny guy that they don't take seriously. And they're like, whoa, whoa, that was funny. That was crazy. You know? Was- oh my God, his microphone's wrapped around his neck. He's so unique. Yeah, no kidding. So he does that. Okay, but then Sloan and Denise are very impressive. Okay, so the whole talent show didn't suck really. Denise and Sloan were really good. Yeah, Sloan was for sure a standout. Denise, for sure a standout, yeah. Yeah, like, hers was, like, technically skilled and, like, really impressive classically, and then she threw in some, like, really cool special effects to make it uh, contemporary. It was dope. She should win. She should, and maybe she does. Who knows? I guess we'll find out in a minute after Terry performs and her song is kind of, like, really long-winded. And then she wins. It's like, do you think that deserved a win? No, she doesn't win. Denise wins. Oh, Denise wins? Yeah. Oh, I thought she won. Honestly, I think I just stopped watching and assumed she did. (laughs) It just keeps on going. Her song, her performance with um, Jay is so long and drawn out. Like, they play the entire extended track off of her second CD, basically. Yeah. Like, for a movie, you should shorten a song. They play the whole fucking thing. And <laughs> it's one of those songs that the ending just keeps on going and, like, repeating itself. I'm just like, okay, you could have cut that off, like, yeah. a minute ago. It's one of those songs when you see it live, you're like, I can't believe she's just singing the same words over and over again. I thought they would have ended mm-hmm. it, so she didn't have to do that. Nope. But it's okay. Because oh, Denise wins, because she is technically skilled. She's... uh artistically talented because she's like modernizing stuff she's really good she wins she deserves it good yeah and then there's like another improv thing outside of the building afterwards i shut it off by that for sure (laughs) oh wait i didn't even notice that the notes do end like 10 minutes before the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just Terry refuses to leave. Oh God, now she's singing again. Dedicates to her brother. <laughs> I stopped. I was like, I have things to do. I mean, I think I like let it play out, but I was like, I'm just done. 
Yeah, it it just keeps going. I it know wasn't even happens. a long movie. It was an hour and 45 minutes. I know. And I stopped it halfway through. Like, okay, surely I have like 10 minutes left. And I had half of the movie left. It would not end. <laughs> it wouldn't end. It, they could have cut off 20 minutes from this movie. Yeah. Do you want to play Two Trues and a Goof? I don't. Bye. Okay, let's no. play Two Trues and a Goof. It's not really Two Trues okay, and a I'm Goof. Um, it's more of a quiz show this time. Okay. How how's that? Or am I going to get options for each one? Yeah, I have two questions, and there are three options each. So, ready? Perfect. I'm ready. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. This movie originally had a different title. Was this movie originally titled Heart of Summer, Heart of Music, or Summer Dreams? Uh, I want to say Heart of Music. Wrong. This movie oh, was it. originally titled Heart of Summer. It doesn't work at all. Nope. Okay. Trivia. Okay. Quiz. Trivia quiz. Trivia quiz. Together. This is the first time Johnny Lewis would play a character whose nickname is a type of food. In Raise Your Voice, he plays Kiwi. He would go on to play... What? Who? On the television series, the OC was his name Burrito, Chili, or Turnip? Turnip? Is that your answer? Yeah. Good question. Uh, question because I don't know, so I'm going to say Turnip? <laughs> no, it was Chili. Ew, what a horrible name. I know. I'd rather be any of, uh, anything else. Do you want some more trivia? Um, I mean, give me a few. Throw them out there. Well, I've got one. Only one. Oh, good. The guy who played Kiwi murdered someone. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Who? And he was born into... Oh, actually, there's a lot. He was born into a Scientology family. So he was born and raised in Scientology. Um, at some point in like the mid 2000s and then he like kind of had a downward spiral from there and he was like in jail for most of a year he got released and then he like a few days later murdered his landlady and then killed himself holy shit yeah well it says cause of death accident (gasps) oh my god yeah there's a lot to him wow now i feel bad there's a lot yeah so the important questions are would you watch this again? Would you recommend it to someone? If so, whom? Mm-hmm. I would not watch this again. I would recommend this to Josh because he loves Lizzie McGuire. And I know he's already seen it, but I want him to go back and rewatch it. And just, I want to know what he thinks. That's a good answer. I think I'm pretty much the same. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, if they want to raise their voices at us, where can they go? If they want to holler at us on Twitter, we're at Potting Together. They want to whisper quietly to us. We're at facebook.com slash together. And if they want to scream at the top of their lungs, they can find us at podandlistogether at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell all of your friends loudly to rate us on iTunes and listen to us. Thanks. Scream, holler, shout, and whisper. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye.